What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Today's episode is on the UFO hearing 2023 and why nobody cared. This was kind of the weirdest, um, weirdest thing for me. I've been looking forward to this UFO extraterrestrial disclosure uh, literally for the better part of my life here. And um, it was weird. Even I didn't stop and really uh, pay time of day to this UFO press conference. So I'm going to talk today about some really, re thanks, Brandon. What's up, brother? Brandon says, my guy, fire shirt. What is up, man? Uh, just a reminder, this is obviously a live raw podcast, so you can comment, question at any point during the broadcast. I can bring it up on screen if it's relevant to what we're talking about. Um, you can subscribe over on my official website at www.cubcooker.com. That's where all the official socials are right there at the top. Go check that out. I'll share more about that later on. Uh, as we've got people jumping in right now, um, I am going to get into uh, just some reasons why I think this press conference was a huge flop. Uh, Brandon says, yeah, I think it was just awesome PSYOP nonsense. To be honest, LOL. Um, and then Jacob says, what is up from Oz? Absolutely, my friend. Um, so yeah, here we go, guys. I mean, this is my big, uh, kind of my big opinion video here. And again, this is just my opinion, but I promise you, if you stick around to the end of today's episode, I think you're going to have a lot of eye-opening, uh, opportunities to just get really, really honest with yourself. Um, about what is going on and what the next move might be. Now, the last thing I want to do today, um, as always, is spread any kind of conspiracy theory. That's not what this is about, merely my opinion and conversation around these topics. So there are several possible reasons why the general public seemingly did not care about Congress's UFO hearing on July 26, 2023, and their apparent disclosure of the existence of extraterrestrials and really more around extraterrestrial technology or non-humanoid origin. You know, they've got all these words and they keep changing. And that was not even in my slides today, but I just wanted to be really honest about that. What's up, Daniel? How are you doing, brother? One tactic that anybody uses when it comes to psyops, that type of thing, is change the language, change the definitions, change uh, the actual rhetoric that goes on within a conversation. Um, and so one thing is going from UFOs to UAPs to um, the other one, which I can't even remember now. They keep like throwing all these new terms out there. And while I agree that, you know, it's time to evolve our terminology because there's a lot of very specific things and there's a good chance that maybe they're not actually changing terminology. It's just actually what's been used on the inside for a long time. And it's just now making its way out into the public. So again, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt today because I'm not here to uh, call anyone out and I'm not here to assume that we're being lied to or anything like that. Um, you decide what you think at the end of this video. Ultimately, I'm just here to present the information and some of my own opinions about this. Um, my opinions are not your opinions and yours are not mine. So, uh, But as we definitely get into this and get super, super honest with ourselves, um, I think it was, there's some really, really good, um, 
data here. And number one, like the number one, number one reason, guys, I think that nobody gave a crap yesterday. Um, and really even the prior one, uh, the one yesterday was kind of the official Congress report. Uh, the one prior to that was more of a hearing uh, with the whistleblower. So prioritization of immediate concerns. During poor economic times, people may be more focused on their day-to-day -day struggles. You think? Do you think? I mean, come on. Uh, making it difficult for them to allocate attention to extraterrestrial disclosures. You know, one guy on TikTok today put out a video going, you know, hey, are they going to help pay their way here? Like, what are they going to eat? What are they going to drive? They're going to contribute to the economy like what's what's up here so and i'm totally like i totally get that because here's the deal guys um there's a lot of us out here that have been um believing on extraterrestrials for a long time some people have even uh purportedly contacted them and had uh more deep spiritual experiences with them and so if that's going on you know first off might they have something for humanity are we even willing to accept that? And is what we're being told, um, you know, is it actual contact uh, from the press conference? It does not sound like actual contact, though the point where there was an opportunity to disclose that, uh, I believe what he said was I'm not at liberty to discuss. So I always kind of take that as, um, well, we have more data on that than then we're willing to share. So um, again, that's probably me reading into it, but I do think that was kind of a, an important, you know, a little segue there. So Ashley says, uh, when orange juice costs over $8 a gallon, um, yes, we're concerned uh, with the day-to-day -day struggles. Yeah, and uh, actually, I think I paid like $9 for uh, a half gallon of orange juice, just like your basic orange juice, um, you know, one that has... Uh, natural sugar in it instead of, uh, you know, a bunch of fake sugars and fillers. I like to read the backs of things and make sure it doesn't have a bunch of chemicals and stuff in it. And if you find that, it's weird how the le the, the, the least amount of ingredient uh, products have the highest cost. And it just blows my mind. But um, So, guys, this is like my big... I mean, I'm actually going to do a short series of videos for TikTok and Reels and all of this stuff. Um, about this, but guys, I mean, gas and, uh, you know, like our water bill at my house, just with all the surcharges and everything, is like 70, 80 bucks a month. That's if I don't turn the water on. That's if I don't flush the toilet, okay? And I'm going to get deep into this economic thing here later in the episode. Now, I am not an economist. I am not trying to, to again, fear monger whatsoever. But I think you can see it. I think you can... Uh, go to the supermarket. I think you can drive your car. I think the fact that you haven't been on vacation in three or four years is a really good reason that you don't give a crap what they say about UFOs or aliens or extraterrestrials. Because guys, we're we're in survival mode right now. I don't know about you, but I, that's where I've been lately. Even as I dream bigger and try to manifest into a higher reality and a, a deeper understanding of things, there's still that back of the mind, back of the heart, little flutter going on of gotta survive, gotta survive. And that's just that's just reality. No matter how spiritual, you can be spiritual AF and you still got fight or flight going on in the back of your head because it's being triggered every single day. Little things, little things. Even millionaires right now ain't millionaires anymore, guys. Million dollars a year doesn't go very far. 
So here's the deal, guys. Something big is going on. I don't know what it is. I don't know why the heck they're telling us this now. I don't know why we should care at this point. But I think that A, they've lost attention. And B, it feels like this is maybe a weird time to bring this out. You know, we, we could have done this back in the, the mid-2000s. Would have been a good time. Now, we've been through a global pandemic. Our economy globally is weirder than it's ever been in my lifetime. I'm sure if you're older than me, you know, I had a conversation with a guy the other day. He was trying to tell me the economy's better than it's ever been. He was in his 50s, probably mid-50s, early 60s. He said, oh, oh, no, it's actually really good right now. And he was talking about rates on, on home loans and stuff and how good they are, you know, that they're actually not bad compared, and they're not going to get any better. And I'm like, well, not until we actually have a reset, not until we actually reboot the system. By the way, I don't know how you're going to afford a home. I don't know how I'm going to afford a home. Right now I'm in this place. I've got a mortgage on this place. This is certainly not my dream home, guys. And if you can't afford a home, good for you. But a lot of us who wanted the dream home, it takes a whole different strategy at this point and a whole different level of commitment to get there. A whole lot of faith, a lot of pixie dust, right? Ashley says, we are desensitized to living through historical events. Yeah, I mean, there you go. That could have easily been a slide. How many of you are tired of living through historical events? I am. Uh, since the day I was born, it was nothing but historical event, historical event, historical event. And I don't care who you are in spirituality. I don't care who you are in the paranormal world or supernatural. And if you're just an average citizen trying to figure it out, why should you care about all this stuff going on when putting bread on the table is costing you so much more? So much more than it used to. I went last night and bought bananas and some prunes because I'm old and I like prunes. And I go through a bag of prunes a week. I spent 16 and some change, almost $17 on two bundles of bananas and three bags of prunes. And I told the girl at the checkout, I was like, you know, this has doubled since 2020. She just kind of looked at me like, you know, all right, old man, get out of here. But for me, guys, that's why I didn't pay attention yesterday. Because my immediate world and my family's well-being matters a whole hell of a lot more than what some guy says on TV at this point. What matters is what's going on out in the street. What matters is what's going on in my home. And I want you guys to understand what I'm talking about today. Again, I'm not trying to, you know, throw shade through all of this because if it's totally legit and we're getting some real legitimate disclosures great i don't want to sleep on those but at the same time i think number two here is is a really really big factor again i don't want to harp on this and try to draw any kind of conspiracy or or further distrust or anything like that but my, my whole point is distrust in governmental communication okay 
go to the DMV and tell me you trust governmental communication. Tell me you trust the organization and the process and, and, and the friendliness and the humanity of it too. I mean, you know, that I think that when we get things like this and how we saw things get handled over the last several years, I, I don't feel like anyone feels like they have a voice here in the States anymore. And if you're watching overseas, by the way, I know we got a lot of people in Australia and Europe and everything. So that's awesome. Um, but, you know, and I know here we are whining because, you know, like, what is it? First world problems kind of thing. Right. But I think at the end of the day, guys, there's just this communication breach. There's a breach in communication. The lack of trust in governmental communication tactics may lead some to dismiss such disclosure as a ploy or a distraction. And that's just the case, guys. I think we don't really understand what it looks like to have authentic communication from the people at the top to the people, you know, that's the average citizen. Uh, I'm trying to find a very nice way to say this because you guys know I'm not here. I'm not this raw, raw, raw channel, but I, you know, I want to have a very balanced view here, but at the same time, I, I just, for myself, when I hear that being discussed on that platform and I normally, and I personally get my news from social media now, I would rather get it from people who are on the ground there than some filtration system and hierarchy of anchors and different conglomerates that are filtering the info coming to us. I want to know from the guy that saw the UFO, what's up. And I think a lot of us have been on the ground doing that for many years. And we don't, we didn't honestly need this. And I think they thought, again, this is pure speculation. I think they thought that we would be a whole lot more interested than we were. A whole lot more. Um, all right, I'm going to take some questions here so I can kind of work through this um, as a whole. Let's see. Uh, Brandon says, the people purporting that the aliens are coming are the ones sending the signals, making us constantly in fight or flight through the media. Yeah, well, and that's, a, that's another big deal here. So uh, Monica says, I think they are talking about it now because they've lost control of something. They won't be able to cover it up and they won't be able to stop it. Yeah, absolutely. And we have to remember, guys, it's not always the person in the hot seat that's in control of any of this. A lot of people are just reporting what they've heard and what they've been told. So, you know, I think a lot of people demonize so-and-so sat up there and said this. And it's, it's not really like that, guys. Uh, there's so many layers to it. It's like uh, blaming the icing on the cake for there being gluten in the cake, right? Well, you ate the icing. There's no gluten in the icing. Or there shouldn't be, right? Uh, so I think it's kind of that thing like where we're looking at the surface layer of what we're being fed uh, versus what's actually going on. And then on the other side of this, by the way, and I'll, I'll probably do this episode tomorrow, on what the whole of spiritualists and religiosity TikTok and YouTubes and all of this stuff, what they're saying about this, because we're getting some really weird data out of that. And again, you guys know that I'm big on collecting all the data. So I'm looking at what everybody's saying and I'm looking at what I can see and experience. Um, and so for me, that's how I have to decode all of these things. I can't just uh, go, oh, well, so-and-so said this and that sounds really good. I have to like understand uh, what's going on. So 
Uh, okay, so General says rumor uh, rumor that I've heard is the GOV is slowly releasing info, and we're about to be a part of a galactic uh, something or other. Yeah, and 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 I believe that too. You know, and here's the deal: it's like how long is the trickle going to be? Do we get something now? Do we get something in 2030? Do we, you know, like where um, where does all of that come in? And so for me. I'm kind of ready. I think I think a lot of people are just ready. Like, just put it out there, just put it out there. And I'm going to tell you what I think they should have done. What I think they should have done. I'm going to tell you that here at the end, uh, whether anyone agrees with me or not. But I think it, I think it would have been the right thing to do, and I think it would have been the best thing to do. And we're, I'm going to get into that here in a minute. But uh, let's see. Yeah, absolutely, John. I mean, here's here's the deal. And I'm going to read through some of this article here. But one of the things in the article, John, great comment, my friend, was the non-human biologics. That should be front page news. That should be on every newsstand. That should be on every uh, news channel. It should be the first and the last story. It should be before the weather and after the weather, right? Um, non-human biologics, like are you kidding me? Like, what does that even mean? Okay, so you find these crafts, interdimensional crafts, we'll call them that for now, because we know they're not just going through space, they're going through all kinds of different things. They go into the water, they go into the atmosphere, they go across the galaxy, maybe other realms, we don't know. Maybe they do, I don't know. Um, I have all my theories about it. But at the end of the day, um, they're basically saying in this press conference that uh, non-human biologics were a part of these discoveries, right? And, and what does that mean? That means could be potential ET bodies, could be body parts or fluids or any type of uh, bones or structures that are biologically based, right? Um, just like us, we're biological computers. Uh, we have these computers that are self-replicating, they have an expiration date, and we get to the truth of our consciousness or the interweb, the internet of the true self gets to operate through these biological computers every single day. Till we expire them, right? Till, till the warranty runs out. Uh, Jacob Cully says, Cub, do you follow Dr. Alan Greer? Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I follow Stephen Greer, actually, excuse me, not Alan. Um, I might follow Alan Greer. I'm not sure who he is, but uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, I follow very closely. Uh, love his CE5 protocol. Um, Brandon Good, point here. Um, it's all a test making the point, LOL. They're testing how desensitized we've become. Yeah, and it's all feedback. It's all haptic feedback. If you know the term haptic feedback, when you have your, your little black mirror here and you touch it, and you can, it feels like a button's pushing back on your finger. That's called haptic feedback. And that's basically, I think, a lot of what's going on is they, they test things. They, they push it out. They see what type of actual feedback they get, what type of pushback, what type of pull. Um, it's all data gathering. It's all data gathering. Anytime you put info out, it's data gathering. It's, it's what I do. Um, I can tell when I've struck a nerve and do a really fire episode or a great uh, time that I've gone live or a great title um, by the views and by the feedback. And so that's, again, I think a lot of what happens in these situations. So let's see what's up, Annie. How are you doing? I didn't even see you there. Uh, Jacqueline, what is going on? Um, 
Jacqueline says they're going for mass consciousness to awaken the tail. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, John says, are you interacting with us or are you just performing a soliloquy? I'm doing both here. I'm doing both, brother. Um, you know, what I do is I do a live show every day. We talk about faith, spirituality, and paranormal. I've got some slides prepared, so I've got some points I want to make, but I also have great community here. I want to make sure I pull as many questions, comments, prayer concerns in as I can. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok now, as well as going out to Apple and Spotify, as well as other audio podcast platforms. So got a lot of comments coming in, a lot of different screens to look at. So my apologies if I don't get to you right away. I do try to cull through the comments and make sure I pull relevant comments out as much as possible. So Anyway, so yeah, that's that's a big point there. And then number three is the normalization of the idea. Due to the extensive exposure of science fiction and UFO-related content, the idea of extraterrestrial life might have become normalized and less shocking. And I put this one here because I think there's often this thought that people have to be funneled into new understandings. And it seems like they take years to do this when I think people are a little bit different than they, and I'm just gonna say they, suspect. Um, and the reason is, is, you know, put it all out there, like tell us the truth. You might be surprised at how we, uh, you know, react to it, how we change the way we think. But again, if you're trying, and, and again, this is super conspiracy territory, but I gotta say it guys. Um, if you've ever known someone who gaslights or someone who is very manipulative or Machiavellian, if you've taken the dark triad test, um, if you haven't and you're in my tribe, you definitely need to take it. I'll post it. Uh, but it'll tell you basically how manipulative you are or how um, open to suggestion you are, um, how balanced you are, that type of thing. And so it's a really good test to take to gauge where you're at. But what it does is it helps teach you how to immediately, immediately tell when someone is what's considered Machiavellian um, in your life. And I've had many people like that in my life. People that I didn't, didn't realize they were that way. I suspect this test and I knew exactly what the signs were and exactly how that behavior manifests. Now I know, finally in my life, I know exactly who to stay away from, why to stay away from them. And anyone new that comes into my life to be able to immediately, immediately detect any types of behavior that are essentially dangerous. I mean, these are the types of people that um, can really, really cause harm to you, your family, your emotions, your mental state, that type of thing. Um, and so one thing that, you know, if you're that type of person or entity, and we're even going to talk this here, we're going to talk about higher life forms, highly evolved entities, the little G gods, these Anunnaki extraterrestrials, different archons, uh, different world powers, whatever you want to consider being in control and potentially, or at least in the position to potentially be manipulative. And again, I am not accusing anyone of doing that, any entity of doing that, but I just want you to think about this. Um, what you would do is you would feed the information and only the information that you decided the other individual wanted or needed at the time or that you wanted them to have in order for you to keep a certain set of cards close to your chest 
and only play them one at a time when it benefited you. Now think about that. Think about that for a minute. Because I just told you a lot without saying a lot. I just shared a really good litmus test for any time someone gives you a narrative, whether it's from TV, from news, from the interwebs, from your own mind. Okay, this can go as deep into your own mind with like other higher forms of consciousness channeling through you. You need to be really aware when you're not given a complete and loving and kind narrative and you're only being fed little pieces of it at a time, it can be for two things, your benefit, and that's if you have an intimate loving relationship with someone where you have mutual trust, okay? Now think about that. If you have an entity and you're channeling the entity and it's a loving being of light, a great spirit, or even the great spirit, God, big G-O-D, right? Uh, the supreme being, the universe, the divine mind. And that's giving you little pieces of information at a time. That's one thing if you have a deep, intimate relationship with it, because now you have a mutual trust and you know, okay, there's certain things I don't need to know yet. I don't need to know about my life or reality. I need to learn one piece at a time. This is for my own good. And I recognize that and I agree with that. I don't want everything at once or I'll just melt down. But if you have an entity or a person that you don't have a deep, intimate, trusting relationship with, and they're, they're giving you and feeding you small pieces at a time rather than coming clean with everything. I'm just saying, guys, it's kind of a weird situation. What's up, Molly? How are you doing? Molly says, hey, tribe. Jacob says this is exactly what they're doing. Hey, you said it, right? You said it, so... Uh, John Young, hey, what's up, man? Appreciate that. Uh, John says, I deleted that comment once I saw otherwise just tuned in. Apologies, my friend. Love your content. Thank you very much. Yeah, one thing I'll never do, guys, I don't pre-can content and pretend like it's live. A lot of people are doing that, guys. I don't do that. I literally am here every day, and I am, I, I promise you guys, I am always, I'm going to keep showing up here for real, authentically, downloads I don't play that game okay I don't do canned responses I don't do canned videos that just go out and look like they're live I know a lot of people do I'm not knocking them for it because some people have other stuff to do um, having connection issues I don't know which uh, platform we're connect we're having connection issues with but hopefully we're still connected Michelle says that's it yeah absolutely Michelle um, yeah, absolutely, Jacob. Um, and then Jacob Cully says, uh, this is exactly what they're doing. Uh, and then Ashley says, um, giving you just enough of what you want to get the response and data they are looking for. Boom. Exactly, Ashley. Exactly. So, um, yeah, that coupled with the normalization of the idea. I mean, we've all watched X-Files and everything, right? I mean, I grew up with it. So I think we're kind of in a place where, yeah, I think we can handle a whole heck of a lot more, right? I think a lot of the generations that maybe would be really challenged by it are um, either going away or they're just not as gauged and engaged anyway. 
Um, and so I think like, especially my generation, definitely the younger generations than me, but also the older generations than me, like my parents' age, um, I really think we're all ready for it. I mean, my parents were lived through the sixties basically. So, um, you know, I think they, they can, uh, they can handle this. And, and in fact, I know they can, cause we've talked about it a lot and we've been engaged in some great conversations as of late. Uh, that I wasn't even engaged in just a few months ago. So it really feels like there's a new level of openness to this. Uh, and I'm going to talk about why too here in a minute. So number four, insignificance of individual impact. Some people might feel that the existence of extraterrestrial life doesn't directly impact their lives or daily concerns. Here was another thing that the press conference was a huge lack of, and that is uh, if this, then that scenarios. There was no plan. There was no, like, it was just this weird, like, info dump but keep everything right here i mean honestly that's what i had the issue with guys um because i felt very much like there was more information to share and i also felt very much like there could have been guidance for the love of god can we get some guidance in the world guys i feel like we all want it i feel like everybody's open to some guidance everybody's open to a to someone to a group of leadership that is actually there to help guide in an authentic and loving manner that actually wants good for the world. Like, where is that at? If you can find that, point me to it. I'm not trying to say that anyone's evil. I'm not trying to say they are against you or anything, but I'm just asking, where's the love, guys? Where's the love? Because I didn't feel that at this press conference. And I watched a pretty good amount of highlights of it. I didn't watch like the four hour or whatever, you know, because, I mean, who has the time? But again, why is it four hours... Um, when we can, you know, have a, a legitimate report ready. So, um, yeah, that sounds about right, Ashley. You just glitched on both Facebook and TikTok, but you're back now. So hopefully the restream will be clear, but that's probably like the bot, you know, logging on the AI going, he's talking about GOV stuff. We better, we better start watching, right? Uh, you're going to have to take him off the stream, delay him. And then, you know, and I'm, I know I sound super paranoid, but it's just ridiculous guys. It's real. I'm already, I already feel like I'm out there, uh, talking about the stuff that I do. And I try to be, I, there's nobody on the internet that's as fair and balanced as I am. Uh, honestly, and I believe that I've watched a lot of people and I really, uh, I have a very deep opinion. You guys know that, but I also don't want to sway anyone that doesn't want to be swayed. Like I'm not here to make you believe anything. I think there's plenty of opinions in here. I didn't craft those opinions. The only thing I'm doing is giving a forum for those opinions to freely be shared. And I think that is an admirable thing, admirable thing. Um, so yeah, like, I don't know. It just, it doesn't directly impact our lives. Like what's the big deal about it? If Again, as we said, you know, everything's so darn expensive. So Ashley said, wasted our freaking time. Sometimes I think they, quote unquote, just live in the bare minimum and they are hoping to get away with. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I definitely, definitely vibe with that, Ashley. Number five, uh, and I put this one on here. Um, interesting, John, I'll bring that up in a second. I put this on here, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. When basic needs like food, shelter, and security are not met, individuals may have limited capacity to explore topics beyond survival. Again, if you want to manipulate anyone, you take away all of their hierarchy of needs or you limit them greatly or you make the exchange for them 
be an incredible exchange, a large exchange. Like, uh, think about how many hours you guys work right now. You know, you work 10, 12 hours. You're still in credit card debt. You still got debt on your house, your cars. Even if you've done the whole Dave Ramsey thing and tried to tighten up all the belts and everything, that may have worked pre-2020, and now you're still in a situation of going, well, we got furloughed, and this happened, and this happened, and now everything's so expensive. And now, I mean, I got to tell you guys right now, I work 12-plus hours a day, uh, seven days a week, okay? I do this full-time. I'm out there hustling all the time, guys. Uh, my wife works two jobs. She's a school teacher and she works retail on the weekends. When I tell you guys, it is darn near impossible right now. Unless you are like high level elite status to get by on one income per household. much le Or two incomes, much less one. Um, I, don't know what's, I don't know what the next move is. Um, I do believe we have like a reset coming. And I have to feel like this UFO and alien narrative is somehow a part of it, somehow a part of it. I, I don't know, but um, I think there's a lot of theories going around right now. One of the things I do wanna to warn today, just kind of put that warning is don't buy every theory. Look for yourself, listen for yourself, okay? Just because Cub said it, don't believe me, okay? My opinions are my opinions. Everybody has their own opinions. Just like old sweaty t-shirts, everybody has their own opinion and they all stink, right? So like, let's like, you need your own opinion, your eyes and your ears to make decisions. You're an intelligent human being. You have God within you. You can make your own decisions. Okay. And you don't need me to tell you. Okay. Everything I've built is to support you, not for you to just believe what Cub tells you. So Maslow's hierarchy of needs is literally um, it's the thing that says I have food, water, shelter, I have emotional support, I have validation, um, and then I have safety, okay? Um, and there's more parts to it, but that's, that's essentially the base of it. And when you start taking those pieces out, you end up like this Jenga tower, right? That's falling over. And when that tower is falling over and you as an individual are doing everything you can to hold this tower up and they're over here yelling that aliens are real and you're going, I don't care my tower's falling. And that's how Maslow's hierarchy of needs is literally used against us. And one of the things I encourage in my community, not super popular, you know, but it's to get out of the way of that tower and start to rebuild something new. We've got a lot of entrepreneurs in our community and in our tribe. We've got people that are full-time with their spiritual businesses. We got people that are part-time with their spiritual businesses. We have people that are about to start spiritual businesses. And what do I mean by a spiritual business? I mean a business that is not built on normal standards. It's built on ethics, love, openness, and life's work. This is my life's work and everything I contribute into it is building a legacy for me. Okay, that's one of the big things I teach. We talk about it in our community. I've got a ton of videos on it in the academy. I'm big on that, guys. Okay, I'm not saying I'm the authority. I'm not the best at it, right? But I definitely know what it looks like to be on both sides of the coin. And I know what to do and what not to do. And I know exactly how to encourage people towards it. And sometimes all you need is the idea to know there's another way. There's another way. That's what I'm here for, guys. So, Ashley says, absolutely, the entire world was looking for a submarine on their phones. 
and not looking at what's really going on in the world. Exactly. Teresa says, uh, we know what's happening. Everything else is a distraction. Yep, yep, and yep. Um, we got Jacqueline says they preconditioned us, desensitized us to WAR and the world's two guardians of the galaxy. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so, you know, it's in everything from Star Wars to Guardians of the Galaxy to the new Mission Impossible movie I just saw was a fantastic movie. And I, I also want to say this, Jacqueline and anybody else, a lot of times there's what we call um, cognitive conditioning or preconditioning or predictive programming happening in movies and television. But there's another phenomenon going on that, that most people miss, and it's I'm one of the few people that talk about it. And that is actually that there is a universal law that truth must be told everywhere at all times. Even in the darkest lies, there is truth hidden within that. And if you have eyes to see and ears to hear, you can go watch a movie and, and a lot of people will watch it and they'll go, oh, this is just conditioning us for what they're going to do. But a lot of times you're actually seeing what I consider like canonical truth, like of a biblical proportion, right? Uh, where a movie is telling you literally the nature of reality, literally who you are, literally what you need to do to get out of the matrix, right? To live in the matrix, but not of it, to be a player in the game and actually to understand the nature of reality. And a lot of times that truth is in there and it's so commingled with other predictive uh, programming techniques uh, that we kind of get, we kind of lose like what it is. But I will tell you, and, and I'm not going to go into it because um, it's probably not my place to reveal all the things that are in the Mission Impossible movie, but uh, the entire movie literally read like a biblical prophecy from point A to point Z at the end of the movie and then leading into the next chapter of it. I love the movie. I thought it was fantastic. Everything down to the names of the characters, what they did, how they did it, how the lighting was, all the colors, all the symbolism, and every single line of the movie reads like a biblical text. Um, and it's very, very important, I think, to understand it. That's all I'll say about it, but you can go watch it. You decide. Watch it with open eyes and open ears. John says Hulu pulled the live stream from the uh, uh, of the pressure of the platform yesterday. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's interesting. That is interesting. Um, let's see. Gotcha. Jordan Maxwell called it a motion picture because it stirs emotions and programs. Absolutely, James. Absolutely. Very good quote there. Very good. I love that. Um, Jacob says truth in plain sight. Absolutely. I'm glad you guys are vibing on this today, by the way. I was like super sketch on should I do this episode? I don't normally push this hard into questioning the construct, but uh, I just felt very, very compelled to go ahead and bring this up today. So I'm glad you guys are digging it. Number six, cultural and religious beliefs. Beliefs and cultural norms could be influenced uh, how different communities perceive and react to such disclosures. Again, uh, you got peoples right now all over the world, and especially, in a, and this is not to divide race or anything like that, but but literally like white uh, America right now, like is probably, you know, there's a lot of us nerding out, but there's also a lot of kind of people that are just in your, 
generalized Western culture that they're looking at this going, that's not real, whatever, that's not real. They don't even believe it's real. Then you have a lot of indigenous cultures. They have star people. Like, they know that's where the gods came from. This is not news to them. It's like, oh, okay, now the rest of the world's catching up. So, guys, especially the more ancient cultures you get into, like, if you go back to my deep, deep, like, uh, Germanic roots, like pagan Germanic roots, uh, again, star people, interdimensional beings, magic, all of these things went hand in hand. We knew there were different technologies of the gods. We knew there was different magos or magic of the gods. Um, so this is like super not surprising, especially for those of us that are really, really deep in touch with our uh, more mystical, more ancient side, especially our roots, like our cultural roots. And I think that's important for anyone, whether you're, you know, white, black, rainbow, unicorn, whatever. It doesn't matter what uh, race you are, what culture you are. You have a deep root. Lots of cool tools to find that out now online, of course. Uh, but I think it's really important to, to get in touch with that. And then we, we begin to understand that, okay, this is not this is not new. There's nothing new under the sun. Um, and whatever we're told about these entities, we can look to the past. We can look at what our ancient ancestors said about them to understand the truth about them. Um, and some cultures deemed them uh, friends. Some cultures deemed them foes. And you need to look at the mythologies to understand which ones are friends and which ones are foes. A lot of people now online are saying they're all demonic. And I don't agree with that at all, guys. I do not agree with that. Now, I've had some experiences in dreamlike states with what you would consider gray alien entities. Not fun. You can definitely tell they don't like humanity and you could consider them demonic. But I think there's also gray-like extraterrestrials uh, that are a bit different species, uh, different uh, origin that have different plans. If you read the Anunnaki mythology, you have the Anunnaki and that line, and then you also have the Ajiji and that line, and that's where the Ajiji brought the Nephilim into the world. They were the watchers in the Book of Enoch. Um, and then the Anunnaki is the Elohim that we hear about. So uh, it actually does a much better job if you read the Anunnaki mythology of breaking down what these extraterrestrials actually are. Because it's not a one and done thing, guys. There's tons of different technologies in place here. We're a part of an intergalactic and interdimensional game of thrones here so anunnaki truth quest says yes cub 100 percent. thank you so much interesting fella says the grays uh have a negative vibration yeah i definitely feel that yes the ajiji are the watchers the fallen ones yes definitely uh if they were all demons uh we would have been pulver pulverized a long time ago absolutely that's why we're in the middle of an intergalactic interdimensional uh essentially a war zone guys i mean you've got uh, these things are trying to protect us and they're trying to harm us. They're trying to manipulate us, trying to get in our heads, trying to get in our culture, our society. They already have been trying to get in our systems. Um, all of this stuff is going on and it is not as simple as they're all bad and um, I just need Jesus and one God and then I'm fine, guys. I, I, I just could not disagree with that more. Um, I love Jesus, big fan of Jesus, big fan of G-O-D, big G-O-D, but it's not what most people think because your version of G-O-D is much different than mine because I am very well read and I'm very well experienced within this world of spirituality. A lot of us are here. You guys that are in the tribe know exactly what I'm talking about, but a lot of people that are coming into this and they're kind of waking up spiritually 
they have this one biblical view of God that has said over and over and over that it was the most high God. And then Jesus was clearly speaking about a different one. He gives context clues. You have to look at all the context clues. And if it is in disagreement with itself, let me say this. If it is in disagreement with itself, even in your Bible, it is in disagreement. And it is in disagreement for a reason. If it's in agreement, it's in agreement for a reason. Okay? It's time to quit trying to justify and go, well, this author and that author, and then this was written at this time, and then they were learning and they were growing, and then Jesus clarified the message. And No, no, no. It is very clear. Jesus was very clear who he was disagreeing with and which gods he was disagreeing with. He made it very clear that no man has stood before the Father, and they were like, no, 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 our prophets did. They stood before the Most High God. Jesus is like, nope, my Father's in spirit and in truth. No man stood before the Father. In fact, you worship the devil. It's literally what he told them. Then he said, ye are gods and the scriptures cannot be broken. Do your scriptures not say that ye are gods? Like, why is what I'm saying so wild when you clearly know this? Then he reminded us the kingdom of God is within us. So the narrative, even from the church side that we've been sold, guys. I have a lot of people come to me and tell me I've been deceived. Satan is the great deceiver, blah, blah, blah. If he's that great a deceiver, then why is 80% of the world believing on essentially the same interpretation of God? Essentially the same interpretation of Jesus. Essentially the same interpretation of the Bible. You can go look at how many people are professing, you know, the biblical narrative. In a lot of different cultures and religions, still, if you go look at the core beliefs, they're super, super similar on that. So if Satan is really the father of lies and he's the great manipulator, the great deceiver, why is it that the handful of us who are out here are always told that we're deceived? Apparently this is popular. Yeah, there's some mega churches out there that have a handful more followers than I do. Trust me. Trust me. Uh, Jacob says even the elect will be deceived. Yeah, so. But again, ask yourself, Look at the numbers. Go look at the numbers and what the belief systems are. I'm not here to step on anyone's belief. All I'm saying is open your eyes, open your ears. Look for yourself. Deconstruct from the idea that if I believe the wrong thing, I'm going to get thrown into the eternal pit. You know, maybe if God's loving, right, he can handle a couple of questions. Because I can handle a couple of questions. You can handle a couple of questions. You know, your significant other comes to you and you're, and they're like, hey, do you love me? Like, are you, are you really true to me? Or do you still want to be in this relationship? You know, like, what did you mean when you said this? You know, like, when you do this for the family, like, are you doing that in love? Or are you doing that in spite? Like, what are your real motivations? You don't get angry at them and yell at them and smite them. Well, you shouldn't. I mean, if you got a bunch of deep traumas, you might. No, you, you're like, yeah, of course I love you. Like, what can I do? What do you need? Like, I'm here for you, 100%. I haven't always been that way. But it's funny, when I was serving another version of God, I was that way. What are you talking about? Why would you think that? Now I'm like, of course, yeah. What's your question? Of course I love you. Of course I do this for you. What, What do you need beyond what you have? I'll do anything I can to help you. That goes for people that literally have turned their backs on me. Still love them, still care. 
Interesting fellow says, I wondered why the Bible over the world when, quote unquote, Satan was the god of this world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, You're not wrong. You're not wrong, my friend. Um, Ashley says, according to the rhetoric of the world, then Satan ain't that good at deceiving and God ain't at all that loving. Yep, absolutely. Um, if it were possible, James. It's just broke. I don't know. This is what I get for sharing the truth, right? Sharing my truth. Get all kinds of weird internet bugs today. Um, but I'm going to go for it, guys. There's guys that straight up curse on just for total, total jack online. And they get play. They get all kinds of sponsors. So here's the deal, guys. If they can do that, I can show up and share my truth. And uh, I have just as much a right, right to be here. Seven, lack of tangible evidence. Without concrete evidence or direct experiences, some may remain skeptical or in. One thing we didn't get with the press conference was, hey, here's the photos. Where are the photos? Okay, we've got these. Come on. If you're going to disclose something, bring the receipts. You got no receipts. Everybody, you know, you do your accounting. Everybody wants your receipts. If you have a testimony, everybody wants your receipts. If you get married, everybody wants the receipt of marriage to prove you're married, right? So if we clearly are told, yeah, we have these crafts and we've had them for, you know, decades now, where are the photos? I mean, come on, like if we're really disclosing stuff, give us more data. What like what does it matter at this point? Is it a security thing? Is it what I'm sure that's what they'll say. It's always a security thing, right? Like, but at the end of the day, like give us more data than just some guy sitting there. I can sit here and talk too. I'm just some guy, right? But at least I can talk around the points in an ethical conversational and authentic way rather than saying i'm not at liberty to discuss and rather than saying yeah well, we don't have any more on that oh, that's all i can share of that okay like come on come on uh jacob mm-hmm andrea mm-hmm Teresa. mm-hmm uh, I don't know how much of this I can talk about but yeah Teresa says my booking system's been glitching all day i mean yeah i we had problems on our app. Um, I've had problems uploading videos. I've had to reset things. I mean, I feel like it's coming, guys. Be ready. That's why I'm doing everything I can to spread all my data as far and wide as I can. Up, down, high, low, centralized, decentralized, everywhere I can, physical, virtual. Everything I can do. And if all of that fails, then you guys still have it implanted in you. Okay, the word that I'm sharing is still implanted within you. Um, and so, you know, let's just keep it going, guys. Keep it going. Share with your friends and family. Energetic signature, absolutely. Um, yeah, James, exactly. Give us a video of the tech involved. Like, uh, come on, exactly. And that, that was my biggest question with this whole thing. Ashley, exactly. Ghost in the machine. So, um, you know, I don't know, guys, there, there's just a lot of things going on. So I'm going to read um, like the five points here that I thought were really interesting from the press conference. Um, and then 
I kind of want to see let's let's just see what you guys think of this um, real quick though before I get into that just so you guys know the only way that I can continue doing these episodes is with your support can't trust the platforms to pay me cannot trust the ads the sponsors not a lot of sponsors want to jump on my type of channel right so um, I need your help I need you in our tribe okay and when I say we've got an incredible tribe going on we're doing 50% off of the tribe Guys, we got so many cool things going on in the tribe. Um, not a lot of people are offering what I'm offering, and I'm even working on it deeper right now, making things easier to navigate, making things more simple, more user-friendly. Uh, you get to learn directly from me. Uh, we've got a platform for truth seekers. It's off of social media. We've got courses, challenges, and virtual meetups. We're meeting every single Saturday. You get to meet with me on a live Zoom style call as well as other members of the community. Uh, we're all here as co-mentors to give you guidance on your spiritual path. And you're going to guide others on theirs too. Um, if you're not super social, don't worry. There's ton, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of videos in there and more hundreds coming over the next few weeks. By the time the fall rolls around, we're going to have probably over 500 video lessons in there and or even more than that. I, I can't even say. I know I'm just working like crazy on new video content for that. Um, and there was a brand new session that went in there yesterday. So um, you guys... If you're not super social, you've got a ton of videos where it's like working with me directly, going through these video courses. Uh, the one I just put in there was on spiritual warfare, how to win your own spiritual battles. Um, you're going to make new meaningful connections, even if you're not social. It's a great place to get social with people that understand exactly what you're going through. Um, and then ultimately it supports what I'm doing here. So you're going to get the social side of it as well as the academy side of it. It's all in one platform, one hub, one place to go to. You can download the app or bookmark it. We're even working on our own app that's going to be branded under my name, under the logo. Everything will be right there on your phone. Uh, you don't have to go through the, the provider. Uh, but right now, the platform I built it on has a really good app that we use uh, to access it as well. So you can do it directly on your phone. Super easy, great experience, and um, you can get 50% off right now. So noticed a couple of you scanned the QR code. Thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you over there. Literally costs you less than night out for dinner. And when I say a night out, I mean literally two people with hamburgers and sodas. That's it. This is still cheaper than that every single month. Um, and nobody else is showing up with this type of value for you. So I wanted to do that for our community. I saw a huge need for this out there, and I wanted to build a tribe that was not just a tribe of people communicating over a Facebook group or something, but really that I had a tool in your pocket that you could connect with other people, have conversations, go through the coursework at your leisure, and ultimately join on the weekends. And now we have a Wednesday night book study going on as well in the virtual meetup room. So all the tools you need right there. Become a Cub Cooker Supernatural Premium member. You can go check it out. If you're really a warrior and you really want to do this and you want to step up, take your power back, take your authority back as a spiritual being and join others who are doing it too, don't wait another minute. Please go support what we're doing. Go check it out. www.cubcooker.com So thank you very much for your support. Uh, over there. I really, really appreciate it. Um, as we kind of round the corner here, I want to read a few things. 
uh, kind of the top things. So uh, the top five things is, is number one, the government is absolutely in possession of UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon or vehicles, or you want to call them UAP, UAP, UFO. Um, and this Grush guy, you know, is the whistleblower talking a lot about this. So uh, allegedly from, you know, these, these press conferences, David Grush told the panel that he is absolutely certain that the is going on. In interviews he said conducted with 40 witnesses over a 40 year over a four year period. 40 witnesses over a four year period. Um, so that one's really interesting. Number two, non-human biologics were found at crash site at a crash site. Uh, Grush uh, said he had not actually uh, spotted a UAP. He told the panel that he knows multiple colleagues who uh, were injured by UAPs. He also uh, interviewed inter individuals who had recovered non-human biologics from crashed UAPs. So again, what does that even mean, guys? Non-human biologics. Like, think about that. That's such a tangible thing. Where's the data? Like, this is just all hearsay. Like, I, I guess, I don't know. Here's my deal. I've talked to, like, farmers that I believe. I've talked to people in our tribe that I believe. One of the, the gentlemen in our tribe just shared video in the tribe of his parents' church with a bunch of the security camera footage. And I'm not gonna name names because I don't call people out publicly unless they ask to be. Uh, but it's very clear of a humanoid type spectral entity, a ghost as we would call it, walking through the sanctuary on multiple occasions uh, multiple uh, camera angles at different times of the night and different times of the day um, as these motion cameras were set off. Guys, there's so much paranormal going on now. And I tend to believe that and I can see that and I can talk to someone on that. Can any of that be fake? Sure, it can. But guys, I mean, I've had experiences. You've had experiences. I don't think we have to like keep, you know, waiting for some big disclosure at this point. I think so many of us know and all you have to do is just get really honest with yourself and really dig into the data. And it's just all there. It is just all there. So um, officials must establish a quote unquote safe and transparent reporting process. So uh, that was another big thing going on with this press conference is just kind of the narrative that like uh, now we need to have procedures in place. Now we need to have um, you know, uh, process for all of these things. And, you know, while that's not a bad idea, it just sounds like uh, more uh, opportunity for more budgets and more people to be, you know, put in places. And um, I don't know, that, that was just what I thought of when I heard that. And then stigma associated with sightings, silence as possible witnesses. I mean, obviously, you know, there's a lot of stigma around this. Like, oh, you saw a UFO. Oh, so what exactly are you smoking? You know, like, I think that's the, the stigma, right? But more and more and more people, average everyday people, professionals, uh, blue collar, um, you know, uh, what are the other colors? White collar, blue collar. I, I forgot all the colors. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, people are having experiences with these. It's, it's wild. So, um, John says, can't look away, brother. I'm absolutely, absolutely transfixed. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Uh, more red tape to wrap it up in. Molly says, exactly. You said it first, my friend. You said it best. I love that. 
Um, and I mean, that's, is that not the, the whole point? Like too, it's just like, let's add more red tape. Let's add another organization to do this. And, you know, it, it just, it starts to make you question at what point, like what is important? Like, you know, you go wait in line at the DMV for three hours and then they're still rude to you and they still screw up the paperwork. And then you, then you're, we're holding out hope that somehow we're going to represent humanity well by having all these conferences and stuff. And if we actually made contact with these entities, who do you want to make contact with them? You want someone like me? You want someone like, you know, the guy that was up there, a grush guy? You want someone like the average everyday people that are on the interwebs? Do you want, like, what do you want? Um, you know, I'm not saying I'm not average every day, but I'm just saying, you know, do you want someone who studied into this stuff and understands how to meditate and how to, you know, Stephen Greer, like, why can't he be the ambassador for Earth to go and uh, contact with these entities? Like, why are we, why are we approaching it in this manner? Because it just seems, seems really, really weird. Um, but it also seems very movie-like. It's like literally how it would play out in a movie. Like we just saw yesterday, what would happen in a movie if they were revealing it to the public? And it's just as uh, genuinely laughable, in my opinion, how they expected people to stop what they're doing go oh okay they're real cool they said they're real oh good they're on it you know it just was such a weird tactic of like let's just slip that in in the middle of this gigantic well we're not in the r word yet but this gigantic economic shift for sure that we're in and try to just create more whatever so uh john says we want you as our rep thank you john i appreciate that uh i would gladly take that honor um amen ashley ashley says it is uh it's called the world stage for a reason that is very true jacob says cub is awake thank you my friend i appreciate it i need more coffee to be really awake but i appreciate that um let's see purple lover said uh, i saw a military plane here uh that could stop midair and just sit there still and people are so desensitized here only my mom and i and another man noticed it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, weird things can happen and it's like, oh, okay, whatever, you know. Uh, why would they want to make contact with us? We are the dangerous ones. I agree with that, Molly. I agree with that. At least um, in the constructed sense of a lot of our organized uh, cultural entities, for sure. Um, because it, to me, it seems like the, you know, okay, I'm, I'm going to quote men in black here, um, on Molly's comment, because I think this is one of the most true statements I ever heard in a movie was when Tommy Lee Jones is sitting with Will Smith before Will Smith signed up for the men in black. Um, you know, and, and Will Smith said, why don't you just come out and tell everyone? And, um, Tommy Lee Jones character says, you know, a person is smart but people are dumb, stupid, panicky animals, and you know it. Like, think about that. You, in your house, with your significant other, your kids, you're smart. You're controlled. You've got commitment to make the best possible decision. You add a bunch of people together, a bunch of families who are not all in agreement on their agreements, on their experience of reality. Now, all of a sudden, because not everybody views others as them, like you view your family, 
now you become instead of a person or a family unit you are a people a bunch of people now all of a sudden decisions aren't as well made now all of a sudden there is a lot of danger now all of a sudden these entities come down even if they're peaceful good bad ugly whatever if they're not peaceful i'm pretty sure they could have vaporized us by now you know i'm just saying these things are really demonic pretty sure a lot more people would be having experiences with them a lot more negative experiences I think they're worker bees. I think a lot of them we've experienced are worker bees. Just like if you've ever looked at a bee, they're pragmatic. They have a stinger. It doesn't mean they hate you. They sting to protect. They're protecting the queen, protecting the order of the unit. I wouldn't say there's a whole lot of like love in their eyes. Now, I know one of our tribe members who would argue with that because uh, her spirit animal is a bee. But, you know, if you look at them, there's this very pragmatic, they're doing their job. I'll sting you if you mess with me. And by the way, I'm going to go suck all this flower juice out and then go spit it on the hive. Like, you know, we look at that up close and it's like, oh, that's weird. Same thing could potentially be going on with these certain extraterrestrial species. They're doing their job. They're, they're cleansing. They're maintaining, they're like doing all the back-end updates on reality, on the Matrix. If you watch the Matrix movies, it's not pretty. Biologic reality is not pretty, okay? There's blood, there's fluids, there's all these things involved to keep biologic units, biologic computers running. And then you take the consciousness out of that and put it in another higher dimensional being. There's a lot less messiness. Like, think about that. Think about that. Think about that next time you hear someone say they're demonic. Think about pragmatism versus what we consider as love. Because a lot of times what we think about as love is literally like this ushy-gushy feeling of love. Rather than doing the right thing no matter what. Rather than a pragmatic approach to the fact that we are all one. And if I heal myself, I heal others. Not everything is as simple as we want it to be, yet it's way more simple than we want it to be. Um, <laughs> Teresa, I know something they can cleanse. Oh, Teresa, I love you, Teresa. Um, let's see. Molly says, yep, absolutely. Purple Lover says, I love bees. Um, Ashley says... I mean, maybe they don't want us making super uh, Hydron Collider. Um, oh, yeah, the Hadron, the LHC, yeah. Um, trying to not have a super black hole open up. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And again, I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, but I have to believe that that event in history opened what we would consider a portal, even a mini portal for just a second that we couldn't even see. I mean, during 1945, all of these things came out. We had the Nag Hammadi Library was birthed. We had tons of UFO activity increase. Like it was literally a, a shift in time and space for our planet. It was a new age when that thing went off. Um, even what was going on prior to that with um, uh, Einstein's theory of relativity. That was, think about the downloads he was getting. Think about the, the torture that must have been for that guy, getting the, those high-level downloads. Think about Nikola Tesla. Think about all of the different ancient civilizations that clearly had more technology than we're willing to admit. 
my humble opinion, by the way. Um, so yeah, lack of tangible evidence. Like, where's it at? Show me the money. That's what I always say, guys. Like, where's the money? Where's the receipts? Show me the proof. Like, I mean, if I can't prove it, then I can only speculate. And if I can speculate, I can have fun speculating. But beyond that, I can't show up here and tell you this is this and that is that. I can give you the data I have, give you what my best opinion is. And by the way, that'll change tomorrow. Get more data tomorrow, change your opinion. That's just good life right there. That's just good living. Uh, number eight, overwhelm and desensitization. Big word, amazing results there. Uh, the constant bombardment of information and news may desensitize people to extraordinary claims. So, yeah, I mean, we just talked about that. It's like, you know, you go see this stuff at a movie and it's like, oh, now what I'm seeing in the sky is not really that weird. What's up, Josh? How are you doing? Josh, brother, yeah, you missed... Josh, you're going to have to go back and watch this episode. Josh says late as usual. Hey, you know what I say, though, Josh? Better late than never. Welcome, my brother. Um, go back and watch this one, because this one's probably going to be a good hot topic discussion um, as we go through this week. Probably going to be the challenge for next week in the tribe as well. Um, and then this weekend, we've got one of our sisters coming on to talk about um, her line of work, which I'm very excited about. We're going to be talking about crystals, color theory, different vibrational wellness. Um, and then I've got, what do we have after that? I think I have a, a how to study the Bible workshop on the next Saturday. Don't quote me on this, by the way. It's in the calendar. You can find the calendar over in the group. Um, and then after that, we might do like a paranormal uh, workshop. Like, let's talk about equipment. Let's talk about things we can do to start our own research. By the way, today, if you're in the tribe and you didn't notice, I added a new tab in the tribe over under circles that says supernatural. That's where you can have all your discussions, all your orbs, all your UFOs, all your stuff in the Cub Cooker Supernatural Tribe right there in the portal. You can go to the Supernatural tab, post anything you want, ask questions, start conversations. Great place. Uh, great place to go. So, uh, Let's see. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ashley says, and we know they were, right? The downloads must have been torturous. Yeah, I mean, if you guys have downloads, I've got downloads all the time, and it's it's exhausting, guys. It's exhausting. It, it's, it's painful sometimes, painful mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. It can be physically draining and cause pain and lethargy and all kinds of stuff, like... That's what they don't tell you when you go into spirituality, right? Um, puppy dogs and rainbows, but some days it's just dark night of the soul all day long. So, uh, Purple Love says, crystals are freaking amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Love my crystal babies. I got a bunch back here uh, that I bought uh, under the guidance of some of our community members that are much better experts than I am. So, um, Stephen, what's up, brother? Stephen says, I'm working but listening with awe. Steven didn't have his hip-hop name up, so I didn't didn't uh, recognize you. No, I'm just kidding, man. Uh, in the group, I, again, we had glitches in the group, too. Like, Steven's name changed to his, like, email name, his screen name again for some reason. So, it's, oh, it's everywhere, guys. But again, I think we're making a big effort towards limiting distractions on social media. I'm obviously on social media every day, always encouraging people to use it in a positive manner. But when it comes to it, the tribe I've built off social media to try to give a great place for everybody to commune over there and uh, have some great discussions, great authentic conversations. 
without all the distractions going on. So, um, all right, number nine here as we get into this is fear and uncertainty. The idea of extraterrestrials could trigger fear and uncertainty in some individuals, leading uh, them to avoid thinking about it or to panic. Um, and I know a lot of people are just not even ready to hear this. Uh, my parents actually mentioned, uh, something to a family friend and this family friend, um, cause I took my mom to the Roswell UFO festival. This is just a really good example. I'm going to keep this vague. I always try to protect individuals. So I'm not like calling anyone out, but a family friend, um, was, you know, overhearing my mom talk about going to the UFO festival and they just freaked out. Their face got gaunt. My mom even said that like their eyes just seemed to look different. And, and I mean, I envision like darker eyes, uh, lower voice. And what they said was, don't you go to that festival. Those are demons. And this is a highly religious person, no disrespect to that, but there is this weird thing that happens that yes, these can trigger fear and uncertainty. You look at this face, I look at this face and I want to know more. I want to know what the heck are you? Why are you here? Are you me? Is this what happens when you ascend to 5D? Everybody wants 5D. What if your biologic body is way different than it is here in the three-dimensional realm or the 4D here on Earth? You're in a different type of realm and you don't need near as much structure. You don't need near as much muscle. You need a lot more brain capability. You're not nearly focused on pleasures like you are here. You know, what if that's 5D, guys? Everybody that's like, oh, let's bring 5D Earth and, and love each other. What if you look like this? I mean, we look at it and go, ooh, that's weird. I also find it weird that there are three evil spirits in the book of Revelation that are as frogs. They are frog-like spirits. And they go out and spark, I think it's the three or four great leaders of the world to war. Uh, it looks pretty amphibious to me, pretty frog-like, especially if you've never seen one and you're just trying to write it down through a vision. So I find it interesting that this, this individual got really triggered by the mere discussion of UFOs or aliens, extraterrestrials. Um, what's up, Shelly? Welcome. I didn't see you come in, Shelly. Welcome. Uh, I am sure if they can transport themselves to earth that they could wipe us out in the blink of an eye. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, fear. Yay. Let's control them more. Yeah, absolutely. Jacob. Um, Ashley says ignorance is bliss. So. You know, what, what, what does this look like? You know, I mean, you can't even mention this to a family friend or a neighbor or even a family member without them getting so triggered that they just have this visceral gut reaction that these things are demonic. And guys, I want to remind you about a time in history when people were burning witches. And by witches, I mean midwives. I mean plant medicine enthusiasts. 
I mean healers, I mean seers, shamans, psychics, people that wanted to help. And they were straight up tying them to, to stakes and setting them on fire. Offering them to God to cleanse them. And then I think we have our own witch hunt going on now. Because there's a lot of people that get triggered. There's a lot of people that think these are demonic. And I'm not trying to be an advocate for the demonic spirits here. What I'm trying to do is get you to think with both ears and both eyes and your third eye and your mind and your heart and all your chakra system and just a little bit of logic to think that not everything is this is this and that is that. And when you begin to learn mythologies and narratives and stories and tales and understand things, including history, sciences, logical reasoning, you begin to understand that there's a different a difference between this is this and that is that. And we live in something we can't even understand yet. Exactly, Molly. That was exactly what I thought. Who's controlling that reaction? And what God is being served that causes such a gut violent reaction. Because the way this was explained to me, it was not just like a... It was like a change. A change came over them. Ashley says that's still going on today in countries like Uganda. Literal witch execution. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to hear that. That's crazy, Ashley. Thank you for sharing that. And prayers for everyone. I mean, guys, it's time to wake up. How are we ever going to be, you know, an ascended earth or an evolved planet if we can't stop unaliving each other? Come on. Um, oh, awesome. Okay, Truth Quest. Cool. Truth Quest here is Anunnaki Truth Quest on TikTok. Gotcha. Thank you for sharing that and thank you for calling that out. I appreciate that. So, um,. Truth Quest says, you are very welcome as always. Um, and thank you as well for such kind words. Much love to you always, my friend. Well, guys, I love you all so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Luckily, there's not a lot of trolls in here today. We had a bunch the last few days. So I'm glad that they're not on today. I am hopeful that this message makes it out further than just today. One thing you guys can do, go rate my podcast on Apple and Spotify. You guys that are in the tribe, it would help me immensely Go to your podcast apps, click on my podcast rating, say some kind words about it, help bump that up, get more people out there in here, okay? I'm going to be working on that too with more short videos. The more short videos I put out, the more new people we can get in. Um, it's this whole funnel process. You got to start with the little bite-sized pieces, then the podcast, then the tribe, and even when you're in the tribe... Uh, we still want to have good conversations. We still want to uh, challenge you and each other. We still want to go deeper in our learning. Um, it's not about me getting your money. I want to help you and the tribe wants to help you. And the only way we can do that is if you get in there. And again, I've priced it where um, it supports what we're doing and we can fund growth and developments of this platform, but also where um, it's a decision for you that this is important, that you want to ultimately be a warrior tribe member that you ultimately want to go the distance, keep learning, keep growing, and help humanity uh, in these last days or whatever you want to call them, and ultimately be a part of helping Earth ascend, helping it become better, helping people heal, helping people find love and truth. 
Uh, because guys, the world is at a huge lack for people who are balanced, peaceful, spiritual warriors. And that's what we're doing here, guys. So um, don't ever mistake what I'm doing here. It's just, we're not just having fun. Uh, I do a lot of entertainment type stuff, but uh, this is ultimately to try to help people help other people to do the work, go out, bless the world. Um, you know, most people tithe more to a church than they do um, what it costs to be in our little community here. So it's very grassroots, very loving, very welcoming. And thank you guys for your support. Final thing before I jump off today, it is essential to recognize the reasons uh, that these reasons are speculative and purely my opinions. The public's response to extraterrestrial disclosure widely varies depending on the circumstances and the specific nature of the information revealed. So be very real about this, guys. Be very honest. Be very awake, not woke, awake. Um, and just be aware of what's going on. Doesn't mean you need to distrust anyone. Doesn't mean you need to stir conspiracies. But it means you need to put on your thinking cap. Uh, be real with yourself. And uh, try to find real ways to love people, to bless people. Because if we're not doing the work, what does it matter? You can get angry all day long. You can get motivated, whatever. If you're not bettering your life and the lives of others in a peaceful, loving manner, then we've missed the mark that every guru... Every ascended master, every Christ, every savior, every whatever you want to call it or whoever you follow or believe in has said throughout history, Krishna, Buddha, and Jesus, all in agreement on one thing. Love the truth about God, God within you. Love yourself and love your neighbors and ultimately go out and serve those in need. There's people right now that are hurting way worse than we are. They need help. Go visit a widow. Go visit. I visited my grandma last night. Now, I know it's my grandma, and I'm not bragging. I'm just saying, when you take time to visit with someone, you take time to fill the empty life of someone, people who, are, who have been left behind by society. Because this system we live in is fight or flight from day one. You're born into a world that literally accuses you and hates you and wants your flesh to just diminish. Think about it. If a baby it gets too cold or doesn't eat or is abandoned, it does not live. It's not a world that's just built to like, with open arms, bring in new life and nurture it to health. It doesn't work that way, guys. You have this survival of the fittest system going on and it is very accusatory to anyone that is not strong enough to push through. That's what I encourage all of my warriors in the academy, in the community, and ultimately in our tribe and our membership to do is push on, persevere, grow, dig deeper, get uncomfortable with yourself, get real with yourself, do the inner work. And guys, we discover amazing things about ourselves and others every single day. So I love what's going on. Um, I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful day. Ashley says, honestly, I'm worried more about humans than aliens or quote unquote demons. Uh, John Young, you can find the podcast on Apple um, at it's uh, Cub Cooker, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R, uh, Supernatural Podcast. Here's the link to Spotify, by the way. I need to add the link here to Apple. But I haven't done that. So uh, this is the Spotify link. You can follow the podcast over there. That's what it looks like right now. So um, my pretty face and then 
bunch of thunderstorms and supernatural ball lightning in the background. So anyway, I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful day. Like, comment, and subscribe. Check out all things over at www.cubcooker.com on my official website. By the way, John, the uh, the link to the Apple podcast is over there on my website at cubcooker.com. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful, beautiful day. God bless you. Namaste. And I'll see you tomorrow. You guys that joined today, thank you so much. I'll welcome you over there. Uh, right now it is 50% off, like I said. So if you do want to join, now is the time. When it goes up, it will not be 50% off anymore. But if you lock it in now, even as I make all the new changes and we develop the app and all the cool stuff that comes out, you'll get access to all of that, all the new videos that are going in it. I'm always updating it. And you stay locked in at 50% off until you cancel. You can cancel anytime, so it is low to no risk. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to all our tribe members in here. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Love you.